What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Booth, your go-to podcast for all things pertaining to events, where we literally have you covered from A to E, and I literally mean A to E. It does not matter if you are an attendee, if you're a bride, if you're a coordinator, if you're a DJ, or basically everybody else. We got you covered when it comes to events. And I'm going to make a special announcement today before we kick everything off. For the next few episodes, we are very focusing very strategically and very specifically just on weddings. Now, like, you know, we cover like all sorts of events. We talked about fundraisers. We talked about hypotheticals for all sorts of different avenues and venues. However, because of just the things that are going on in society and just how things are lightening up and there's such an influx now heading into weddings you know people who have postponed from 2020 to 2021 people who are definitely making the jump on it now and making those moves in 2021 and those who are starting to think about their wedding for 2022 so i really want to give the next few weeks very focused very concentrated just strictly on weddings so that way if you're about to get married in a week or two or a month or two or a few months you have all this information to go in and be prepared and take the load off take the stress off or if you're getting married next year that's even more information that you can get by then we'll have more supplies out there for you to have free downloads all of that good fun stuff so today we're going to kick it all off by (laughs) by that questioning conundrum to plug or to unplug to have an unplugged wedding or not to have an unplugged wedding that is today's question now both have their advantages facts absolutely hands down to what i mean is are you going to have a unplugged wedding basically no electronic devices permitted at your event so that way your guests can really enjoy the day enjoy this marital bliss this nuptials celebration or to not unplug and let people you know fully freely use their electronic devices and you know use some of that and post and do you know the the special wedding hashtag you know hashtag mr and mrs forever uh (laughs) you know whatever your hashtag may be if you're going down that road so that way it shows up on social media and then you get to share it and upload it for everybody to enjoy under a common hashtag now there's pros and cons to both of this side of the discussion so first i'm gonna talk about the obvious we're gonna talk about unplugged well we're gonna talk about plugged in so having a free-for-all as far as like letting people use their electronic devices, it adds on top of what your vendors are bringing to the table. Now you're paying for a photographer, you're paying for a videographer, you're paying for your DJ, all of those things. But because they're focusing on a very professional level, having an, a plugged in wedding where people are still using their electronic devices and there's that commonality of a hashtag or commonality of even a, a, um, uh, upload drive like a google google drive or something like that what it does is it gives added perspective to the event that necessarily is not solely captured by the professionals that you are paying all this money to bring in so you while the photographer is focusing on pictures of you know the bride and groom you have your friends that are capturing photos of everybody at their table um <laughs> and moments like that while they're catching these wide angles of the dance floor when you start opening up the dance floor during the reception they're your friends your family members they're using their devices to capture the moments actually on the floor itself 
you know, a very particular song that may even have more sentimental value to you, your family, your circle of friends, than, you know, what may necessarily be captured by your photographer, your videographer, or even your DJ. So there's that sort of added plus, that added bonus that adds to the table that actually elevates the memories, that elevates the capturing of these moments that continue to make your wedding day last a lifetime. You know, you get to see perspectives, you get to see things that you have missed because while you were out doing, you know, your first looks and people are coming in, your photographer's catching photos of the ceremony set up, but your friends and family members, they're taking photos of the ceremony set up with friends and family members. Those are all added plus. Those are all added bonuses. Now, the downside to that of having a wedding where everybody is, you know, it's a free for all for their electronic devices. The downside of that is you oftentimes run into competition between your friends and family members and your professionals. What I mean by that is, especially over the last several years, as technology has been gradually improving and smartphones have great cameras for photo capture, for videos, and everybody now is a amateur, semi-professional photographer, you know, from all the selfies we take or just the, the, the pictures that we post for social media. Everybody has like a, a broader concept of aperture and you know, photography and whatnot. And where the conflict comes into play is that sometimes the friends and the family members think that because they're there, because they're friends and they're enjoying this moment, they want to capture this moment with their smartphone. Now they're literally competing for shots against your professionals. Your photographers lining up special shots and, you know, giving instructions on how we're going to angle this and how we're going to pose and who is going to be in the shot, who's going to be out, who's going to be in the next shot, all of those sorts of things. But your friend or your family members doing the same thing because they're trying to get their shots and their pictures that they're going to post and have on their phone for their memories. So now you literally have conflicting moments from dueling photographers when you're really only paying massively, for most cases, out of pocket for one. That's where the conflict really does come into play. And that's the downside of having a plugged in wedding. If you even communicate and say, hey, you know what? Just, you know, the, the professionals do their thing. Not There's no guarantee that people are going to listen to that. Because not oftentimes do people listen to that. You can tell them over and over and over again, make a special announcement that basically, you know, so-and-so is doing the photographer. If you guys only the family we only need the immediate family over here at this time while we're doing the family photos. You will still have friends and other family members that are intruding on that moment to capture pictures, capture video, etc. So that's the downside of it. The opposite side of the argument, going back to, you know, should you have a plugged or an unplugged wedding? An unplugged wedding, on the other hand, it does freely allow for your friends and your family to enjoy the day. They're not worried about posting on social. They're just fully engaged in the moment. They're fully engaged in the company in which they're in. So they're not necessarily on social the entire time, but they're actually engaging in conversation with friends they haven't seen in a while or family members they haven't seen in a while. So it actually creates a nice create 
social ambiance and interaction because people are in tune and engaged in the event and paying attention to what's going on in front of them. So that is a huge plus of having an an unplugged wedding. The other side about it is, is again, you have your professionals that you're paying thousands of dollars for in most cases to capture all these moments, but they're capturing all the moments. So there's no competition. There's no back and forth. There's no, your photographer saying, okay, let me get mom and dad really quickly. And then your friend saying, oh, you know, so-and-so, you know, nephew, get in there really quickly. Smile with auntie. Like you're not dealing with all of that because every it's an unplugged wedding. So everybody should have their phones basically on silent or even in the car or in their purse, in their pockets and basically not having them out. And that's a good thing. So you know all the quality pictures are going to be high quality pictures that are posted, that are captured because you're leaving it in the hands of professionals. It's going to be good lighting. It's going to be good aperture. It's going to be good. It's going to be well edited. They're going to take out the flaws. They're going to take out the bumps and bruises and they're going to take out the, the you know, the makeup hiccups. They're going to take out the, the you know, the pimple on, on your cheek. You know, they're going to take out all of these things before they post the photos and Photoshop it and all of that. So, you know, every photo that's going to go out and represent your wedding day is going to be of a good quality. The downside, again, is the fact that they're the only ones capturing all the moments. So there are moments that are taking place that aren't being captured because the photographer or the photographer team can't capture absolutely everything. Now, I've worked with, you know, people that have worked with one or two photographers you know they have a photographer and they have a they brought in an assistant to bring in you know to get different angles or different shots or while one photographer's you know taking all the photos in the bridal suite with all the girls the other photographer's taking the 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 photos over in the groom suite with the groom and you know all the all the guys or should say all the rest of the bridal party on that side. Because I have seen, you know, where it's been a, a woman that's been the best man or the best woman. And it's been a man that's been the, the mater, mater D of honor or something like that. I forgot exactly what it's called. But that's just how their relationships are. But anyway. So how do you choose what's right for you? How do you choose what's best for your wedding? for your special day, for your big day? Well, it really boils down to the overall feel, vibe of the wedding that you are creating. Now, some have a very posh, very elegant, very decadent feel to their wedding and to their to the reception. It's a very gallant affair. So in that case, having multiple people taking for you know photos and video on their smartphones don't necessarily fully fit in and mesh with what you're trying to accomplish or what you're trying to have so in that case yeah this is definitely going to be an unplugged wedding part of it also is that if you're thinking about it from a monetary standpoint you definitely want the most bang for your buck so you solely want you know your photographer to basically when it comes to photos being taken to call all the shots and if they say at any given time during the event hey you know you guys can feel free to take photos too if you guys do you know please use this hashtag or you know 
you know, meet with me, airdrop them to me so I can put them all in the photo for the happy couple. So that way, you know, they have everything in one place, but you're leaving it up to their discretion. If you're going for more of a casual affair, where it's still like a, a, a semi-elegant wedding ceremony, but the reception itself, like cocktail hour, you guys are playing, you know, horseshoes, you're playing, um, you know, they got like the beanbag games and, or bocce ball or something like that during cocktail hour. It kind of throws away the, the, the formalness of the cocktail hour, which kind of lets you know that the reception is going to be a little more fun. Or even if you're doing it in a relative's backyard who just has this, the land to be able to, to host such an event. That's all great. That is absolutely all great. Then go for a open wedding and be like, hey, you know, you guys are here. Welcome. We're so glad you guys are here. You know, any photos or videos you take, please, you know, you post it. Use this hashtag, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Forever. Um, and those things, those things again, as I said, some of the pros of it, it adds shots and angles and capture moments that your professional isn't necessarily going to capture because they're focusing predominantly on their client, which is you. You're their client. You're the main one that they're focusing on. So their main focus is to get all those shots of you, the look on your face, you know, the, the joy that you show, the, the tears that you exude from that very first look. All of those moments, they are really focusing on capturing. When everybody's having a good time, they want to capture those moments of everybody having a good time on the dance floor with you, not just randomly having a good time. They want to capture those moments with you. So since they want to capture those moments with you, you are their predominant focus. If you don't want you just alone to be the predominant focus, let them know. You can communicate and say, hey, you know what? I appreciate, um, but this is kind of what I envision too. If you know this, so these people mean so much to me, these people mean so much to me, relative, friends, whatever. Can you please get as much footage of them as possible as well? And they'll be more than happy to accommodate. And then, like I said, if they're a team and it's you know more than one of them, it's like one or two photographers or even three, then they can split it up like that. One photographer strictly stays focused on you, the other photographer staying focused on your friends and your family, capturing just moments at the table, capturing you know moments on the dance floor without you. While the other person's, you know, taking you away to go get sunset photos, the other person is capturing what else is going on at the reception while you're off getting those sunset photos. So if that's the case, then absolutely make it a closed wedding, uh, make it an unplugged wedding and let your photographers do all the capturing. So that way you can enjoy. And I think especially after 2020, any sort of opportunity we get to come together I think we should definitely cherish. I think we should definitely spend that time together and engage with each other. I mean, I think we spend enough time interacting with each other over, you know, social media or over video conference or over FaceTime or whatever that now that we're actually in face-to-face -face scenarios, let's actually engage with one another. Let's actually enjoy this time together. And one way to encourage that and deter from the addiction that we have societally speaking to our phones and to checking our social media all the time is to have an unplugged wedding but then again like i said when you're getting all sorts of vantage points all sorts of perspectives all sorts of camera angles and camera shots it does add again to the sentimentality of your affair that will resonate with you 
forever. It will stick with you for the lifetime of your marriage. It'll stick for you for your lifetime. Because, oh my God, I oh my goodness, my friends are so crazy. They did that. Oh my goodness gracious. I can't believe they posted that. Because then sometimes they're being very strategic and they're, they're taking photos with you in mind. So they're doing things that may be a silent nod to you know, the bachelorette party or a silent nod to when you guys used to go to school together or whatever. So they carry more sentimental weight than what what would be communicated to your professional. So literally there's two very, very, very strong cases for both having an unplugged and a plugged in wedding. But the decision ultimately 100% is always yours. It does not matter what the trends are. It does not matter what so-and-so did at theirs. One thing, if you caught anything overall from all these episodes on this podcast is that I always try to stress that you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what works best for you. Some people have bigger budgets, so they're able to do bigger things than what you're able to do. Some people have lesser budgets and they're able to, they're trying to maximize on a lower budget than what you're able to do. So you take what you envision, you work with all the tools and the resources that you have to make your event your own. And if you're bringing in a, you know, you're paying $4,000 for this photographer, it might be who, you know, it might behoove you or even play to your benefit to have an unplugged wedding and let this photographer and their team make call all the shots you're paying four grand for it (laughs) you're paying four grand for the best so let them do what they do or you know you're you got this photographer you're paying only eight hundred dollars for it you know it's their very first time then yeah you might want to have you know kind of a backup plan and kind of have hey this is a you know, please, everybody take pictures. If you do, use this hashtag. Love to see it. We'll do a whoop. And then, you know, you can get it to your photographer and have them download it. And therefore, they can edit it accordingly so that all of the shots ultimately in the end that go towards your wedding photos coming back to you, they look great. But again, it's 100% up to you. Both have their pros. Both have their cons. Both have very strong validity. And cases for, and both have cases why you shouldn't, why you shouldn't have an unplugged wedding, why you shouldn't have a plugged in wedding. Because I've seen more times than I care to count, you know, Aunt Riri with her, with her Samsung LG smartphone trying to, you know, take pictures of the bride walking down the aisle while she's walking down the aisle during the ceremony when people are like already in place capturing these moments. And Aunt Riri's again intruding on, and if your auntie's named Riri, I'm sorry. Or, you know, Aunt Riri, again, she's up there like telling people like, oh my God, you know, you know, Benny, get in there too. All right, get, you know, cozy up next to your cousin. Oh my God, this picture's so cute. While your photographer's trying to organize everybody. Because they have, literally, it's like herding cats sometimes. (laughs) You know, you're trying to... Wait, where's the best man again? He's off over here again. He had to run back to the to the thing to go get, you know, some mints or something like that. Oh my goodness, where's the, you know, where's the maid of honor again? Oh, can somebody go get the flower girl real quick? Like they have to bring everybody together to get these moments to capture these photos after the after the point. So they're they're scrambling and they're trying to make a lot of things happen in a very short time period. And so if you're paying and trusting this person to do it, let them do it 
if you're not paying for all of that, go for it. Say, hey, it's an open wedding. If you take photos, please upload it. This, you know, I'm emailing all of our guests a link to, you know, a Google Drive. Upload all the photos to that so we can have all the photos. We love it. Thank you all so much. And then those are those moments. So again, it's 100% up to you what feels best for you, what works best for you, and how best you want to proceed with capturing your moments. Because again, with smartphones being the way that they are, you can have be paying $4,000 for the photographer, but the photographer made it clear they're just taking photos. But again, everybody has their, you know, their iPhone 12 you know, Pro Max and, you know, there's Samsung, this, that, and the other. And so they have these great cameras on them. And so they're kind of capturing video. They're capturing videos of, you know, everybody jumping up and down, you know, during one of you guys' favorite song because you guys used to love the song in high school or used to love the song in college or you guys were just rocking out to the song when you guys went to, to the mall, you know, whenever. Or when you guys just went to the beach last week or when you were getting ready to go for a hike. The, just the other day. So they're capturing moments that have more sentimental weight and they're capturing video. So you can even split it up even. You can say, hey, you know what? This is a a semi-unplugged wedding. If you are going to cap anything, please capture video. If you capture the video, we emailed everybody a link um, in the, or we put everybody a link in the RSVP. Please upload it to that Google Drive. Thank you. But it's completely up to you. It's 100% what you feel is best. You know your guest. You know your family. You know your friends that are being in attendance. You know how they will or will not respond. You know how they will and will work best. You know you got that uncle who's like super overbearing and just like always likes to tell everybody what to do and call all the shots. You might want to go unplugged. <laughs> your mom is showing herself to be, you know, the... The mother of the bride's, you know, being her own momzilla, you might want to go unplugged. Everybody's cool. Everybody's artistic. Everybody, you know, you know, will respect what you're asking of them. You might want to go on. Unpl- you might want to go plugged in. Have them take photos. Have them take videos because they're not going to intrude on who you're paying to do it. So that's literally I know there's no answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no definitive winner. I just want to give you the case of if you should have an unplugged wedding or if you should not have an unplugged wedding because at the end of the day like i said it's not up to me it's up to you you know your people you know what you want to do you know what works best for you you know the venue that you have everybody's gonna be dressed to the nines and rocking tuxes you might want to go unplugged everybody's gonna look nice in the bridal party but it's like you know dress business casual then you might want to go you know plugged in hey everybody take photos so it's 100 percent up to you I look forward to seeing some of these photos. I would love to hear how it all went. And I can find out by you hitting me up, shoot me a DM on Instagram at DJ Ignite, the number one. I would love to hear from you guys. I know I'm still setting up some other things for this podcast, like with the website and everything like that. So I can get you guys more free resources, but they're coming. I promise. I promise. I promise. (laughs) All right. Anyway, I love y'all. I hope you guys have a great week and I will catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace.